Welcome to episode 316 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you want to burn fat, gain energy, and enhance your health by changing when you eat, not what you eat, with no calorie counting, then this show is for you. I'm Melanie Avalon, biohacker, author of What, When, Why, and creator of the supplement line Avalon X. And I'm here with my co-host, Vanessa Spina, sports nutrition specialist, author of Keto Essentials, and creator of the Tone Breath Ketone Analyzer and Tone Lux Red Light Therapy Panels. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and ketogenicgirl.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this show do not constitute medical advice or treatment. To be featured on the show, email us your questions to questions at ifpodcast.com. We would love to hear from you. So pour yourself a mug of black coffee, a cup of tea, or even a glass of wine, if it's that time, and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi, friends. I'm about to tell you how to get three pounds of organic chicken thighs, two pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef, or one pound of premium grass-fed, grass-finished steak tips, all for free, plus $20 off. That's right, we're talking pounds of meat for free, plus $20 off. Friends, I love meat and seafood. My favorite way to get it is ButcherBox. It has been for years, and it's one of those things where I just sort of become more and more obsessed the more I use it. Especially with all the greenwashing that's going on today with meat and seafood, there's a lack of transparency, it can be hard to know what you're actually getting, and it can be expensive. ButcherBox addresses all of that. By directly partnering with farmers and fishermen, ButcherBox cuts out the middleman of the grocery store and directly delivers delicious meat and seafood straight to your door. And they have the highest standards. Their salmon, for example, is wild caught. Their beef is 100% grass fed and 100% grass finished. Their chicken is free range and organic, and it all tastes delicious. I love their chicken, love their meat, love their seafood. They have amazing scallops as well. And you can really find the collection of food that you want that works for you and your family. They have curated boxes, so you can get exactly what you want as fresh as possible because yes, meat and seafood that is immediately frozen is fresher than meat that is waiting out and never frozen. That's because it's frozen at its peak of freshness. It's funny because people kind of think it would be the opposite. Like, oh, I need never frozen meat and seafood. No, 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 no. You want frozen. You want meat and seafood that was immediately frozen and then shipped to you, which is what ButcherBox does. I eat a lot of steak at restaurants. ButcherBox's fillets are divine, way better than anything I would get at a restaurant. Their other cuts are amazing as well. With their seafood, I know I can trust them that I'm actually getting what they say because yes, there is a lot of scams in the seafood industry and their chicken also tastes amazing. It's free range and organic and tastes delicious. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner and ButcherBox has an incredible offer for our audience. You can have your choice of a weeknight meal essential for free in every order for a whole year. Just go to butcherbox.com slash ifpodcast and use ifpodcast to choose either three pounds of organic chicken thighs, two pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef, or one pound of grass-fed, grass-finished premium steak tips plus $20 off. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ifpodcast and use code ifpodcast to choose your free offer and get that $20 off. ButcherBox.com slash IFPodcast with code IFPodcast. I will put all this information in the show notes. 
One more thing before we jump in. Did you know that common ingredients found in skincare and makeup products can actually disrupt your endocrine system? These endocrine disruptors are a silent threat that can have significant impact on your health, including something that is very important to me, fertility. Your skin is your body's largest organ and what you put on it matters. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the natural hormonal communication in the body. It also matters during pregnancy. And that's one of the reasons I pay close attention to what I put on my skin while being pregnant. Studies have shown that exposure to endocrine disruptors can affect both male and female fertility. For women, these disruptors can lead to irregular menstrual cycles, ovulation issues, and even polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. In men, they can reduce sperm quality and quantity, making it even more challenging to conceive. But it's not just about fertility. When it comes to fat loss, one of the reasons that endocrine disruptors can get in the way of fat loss is because a lot of our toxins are actually stored in our fat. It's a way that our bodies protect us from those toxins. These toxic compounds can even work synergistically, amplifying their harmful effects and making it that much harder to shed unwanted body fat. All of these reasons are why I am obsessed with a company called Beauty Counter. The founder actually started the company when she learned about the potential dangers of toxic chemicals and their link to health issues, specifically miscarriages and infertility. While pregnant, I make sure to only use Beauty Counter products. It's one of the only makeup lines that is officially recommended from the Environmental Working Group. What really sets Beauty Counter apart is their unwavering commitment to protecting us, the consumers, from the hidden dangers that lurk in conventional beauty products. Beauty Counter goes above and beyond, rigorously screening every single ingredient that goes into their products, ensuring that they are safe, clean, and free from harmful toxins. They're not just a beauty brand, they're a movement for change, advocating for stronger regulations in the beauty industry. With Beauty Counter, I know that I can trust that the skincare and makeup that I use are not only effective, but also safe for me and my family. They have skincare lines for every skin type, as well as so many other incredible products. I absolutely love their overnight resurfacing peel. It's my favorite way to get anti-aging benefits in a skincare product. The makeup is absolutely amazing. I have tried alternative beauty products in the past and none of them truly performed. But with Beauty Counter, the foundation is so amazing. It makes me feel like my skin can breathe and it looks so dewy and beautiful. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% off their first order. Beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome. This is episode number 316 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon, and I am here with Vanessa Spina. I don't even know where to start. I'm just so excited. But Vanessa, (laughs) welcome to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Wow. I I don't even know where to start either. All I know is that I'm like buzzing with excitement. Like my my chair could be buzzing. I have so much enthusiasm and excitement about starting this new journey with you. Like I just I can't wait. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, for listeners, Vanessa and I have been looking forward to this for quite a few weeks now. We've just been like giggly, like little girls 
<laughs> so excited, been like looking forward to this like first day of school. Yeah, I'm just I'm just really, really happy right now. This is a moment. I'm taking it in. I hope everyone can feel our joy because it's just literally pure joy. <laughs> I know. It's pure joy and lots of emojis. <laughs> Vanessa and I use a lot of emojis. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Staying present. In any case, so for listeners, the backstory leading up to today's episode, well, first of all, I just want to thank, I'm going to get like teary eyed. I want to thank the listeners for being here so long in this journey with this show because it's so surreal to me because so much of my life now is podcasting. I have the other show, the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. It all started with this show though. Now it's been over six years, I guess. And for listeners who have been here on the journey the whole way, I was co-hosting with Jen Stevens for about five years, which is fantastic. She's just such a character and really brought a nice approachable perspective to intermittent fasting and provided the perspective of like a mom with older children. And, you know, we had great banter and that really created a whole vibe on the show. And then, you know, her life was shifting around. She was changing where she was focusing her energy and her priorities. And so next came Cynthia Thurlow, who was the host right before this. And Cynthia so amazing, so fantastic. She brought so much to the show in that she is a nurse practitioner. She has a medical background. So we really, I think what I I really liked about having Cynthia was I had this backlog of questions about menopause and women's hormones and all this stuff. And when Jen and I were co-hosting, we were like, we don't don't know if we can answer these. So like we like got those all covered with Cynthia. And so Cynthia was amazing. And similar to Jen, she just, with her shifting priorities, with her job and her career and her kids, you know, it was time for her to step down from this show. So then it was time to find another co-host. And I was like, you know, what do I do? Where do I go? So honestly, Vanessa, I'm trying to think, you were probably the first person I thought of. I think you were because we'd been talking anyways. And I had been talking about how if Cynthia ever wasn't doing the show, how I would love for you to do the show. Do you remember that? We were just talking about it as like fantasy life. Like you were like, you know, if things change, like, wouldn't it be so much fun or, or something, you know, for us to podcast together? And when you said it, my first reaction was like, oh my God, that would be so amazing. But of course it's not like real or it's just like, it was just something that we were talking about as like, wouldn't that be so incredible? But I didn't think it was something even in the realm of possibility because of where I live and where you live and how, you know, whenever we want to do other podcast episodes or, or chat, it's just, it's not impossible, but it takes some scheduling. So it was just like, oh, wouldn't that be amazing? But there's no way it could ever happen was my first reaction or thought. And then we started like kept talking about it. And it was like, wait, no, we could make this happen because we both care about this pretty much. You know, we both care about this same amount, like which is a huge amount. And so we're willing to, you know, make it happen, make it, make it work no matter what. So it was just like, so incredibly exciting that we had to make it become a reality. (laughs) I know. I, yeah. So for listeners who are not familiar and I will tell you about Vanessa, but she lives in Prague, which is very far away. (laughs) So yeah, with the timing thing, I'm like not a morning person. Vanessa has an adorable son, Luca, 
of course, she's very busy as well. So her evenings are with the time difference. It's her evening right now. So we had historically, even just like me going on her show, had issues with scheduling for that. So the scheduling issue was a little bit of a hurdle to get over. But I think we found a time that's going to work for us and hopefully a schedule that will be sustainable. So yeah, once we nailed that down. And I think, yeah, so we were talking about it like fantasy life, like you said. And then like very soon after that, Cynthia and I had the conversation about Cynthia leaving the show. So I was like, Vanessa. (laughs) So, But I'll tell listeners a little bit about you. So you are a legend in this sphere. I was very familiar with your work, your your handle, your, your name that you made for yourself, Ketogenic Girl. So people might know you by that, but you are the host. So before the Optimal Protein Podcast, it was the Ketogenic Girl Podcast, right? Is that what it used to be called? Yeah, it was called Fast Keto for like when it first started and was that for about four years. Okay, never mind. Lies. Fast Keto. Um, (laughs) So, but now it's called the Optimal Protein Podcast. Vanessa, I'm having to stop myself from going on so many tangents because now I want to have a whole conversation with you about podcast naming and podcast name changing, but I'm going to stop myself (laughs) I will tailor, I will table that. In any case, so your show has been nominated twice as a top three best podcast at the Metabolic Health Summit. Okay, now I am going on a tangent. When that happened, did they just like email you? (laughs) Like you're nominated? Yes. So I think, well, it happened twice, as you said. And the first time that it happened, I think I was notified on social media but ketogenic.com was also running it at the time. And they actually sent me an award. So I have this beautiful award for being nominated. I didn't even win. I was nominated. I have this amazing award from them. And how they do it essentially, I think they just started like tagging me in the post saying like, these are the nominees. And then now the most recent one, they took a pause, I think during COVID from doing the keto awards. And then they restarted again with the Metabolic Health Summit. And that was this past year. And that that was, you know, each time it's like a crowdsource, like nomination thing. So I didn't even know about it until I was nominated both times, which was like the biggest honor because that means it was all driven by my listeners and community. And then once you're nominated, you're like, okay, now you kind of are aware that there's going to be voting. And so you get a little bit more involved in like you know, rallying the troops to go and vote and stuff like that. But both nominations were total surprise. And I just was like in just such awe and amazement because even just being nominated for me is like probably the biggest honors that I've had so far in my podcasting career. So that's amazing. So it's a crowdsource nomination? Yeah, as in like they put it out there for people and then people vote on the nominations and then the nominations become like the nominees who then get voted on again. So it's like, if that makes sense in terms of like crowdsource, I mean, people are voting for the nominees. When they vote on the nominations, does the Metabolic Health Summit put out a list of podcasts and then the people vote on the nominations? I don't think so. I think it's just like open to anything, open to anything. And they take the ones that get the most nominations and then, then, then it goes to the voting period. So anyone can be nominated you know, for, for the awards. So yeah, it's, it's just been a huge, huge honor. Like I said, that's so cool. Did you go to anything for it? 
I really, really wanted to to go to the Metabolic Health Summit this past year. I've actually scaled back a lot. I was telling you this when we were just you know, talking the two of us in previous conversations, I've been scaling back on speaking because having Luca, I'm just, he's my main priority in terms of what I spend my time doing is being with him, educating him, you know, nurturing him. Everything revolves around him now. So for me to go and speak at an event, it's either like leaving him, which is really hard to think of, or bringing him with me with my husband. And so it's just a lot more of logistical planning and everything than ever before. So I'm just become a lot more like selective with what I go and speak to. And the Metabolic Health Summit is something that I would be incredibly honored to attend. And Dr. Dom D'Agostino told me, you know, that I was, we were talking about how my nomination and he was like, I voted for you. <laughs> and I was like, just to get to, to be there in that room with all the people who are attendees and speakers and presenters and have, I, I actually watched what happened. They videotaped it, but they like put the Optimal Protein podcast up on, you know, the big screens and, you know, shared that it was, you know, one of the top, there was top three, top three podcasts. And it was one of the top three. So that was just like the most incredibly thrilling thing. That's amazing. Who are the other two? Do you remember? So for this past one, it was Dr. Saladino, Dr. Paul Saladino, and it was Ben Azadi. Oh, I'm airing my episode with Ben Azadi next week on my biohacking show. That's amazing. So he he actually won his podcast one of the three. And yeah, it was it was just an honor also to be among the two of them because they're both amazing. So I was really excited for that. I love that. Do you know my Paul Saladino story? Yes. I've heard you over the years and I think what you're referring to is when you interviewed him on your podcast. And because I heard you talking about it to Jin years ago. Oh, gosh. <laughs> on this show? Yes. On this show, I remember I was like walking by the riverbanks in Prague and you were talking about how you did the interview with him and it got like a little a little spicy, a little contentious. And I was like, I got to listen to that one. And I, I, I still haven't, but I, I, I have to at some point listen to it. I thought about it the other day. <laughs> I was like, I need to listen to it. I think that was the second time I had him on the show. The first time I had him on, he was one of my first guests. Like, I think he was my second or third guest on the biohacking podcast, which is crazy. And he wasn't even, he was like going on a lot of shows. He had just started his show, but he wasn't like huge like he is now. And I literally have like in the transcript, I, I love Paul. And I literally have in the transcript, like us debating about meat versus meat and fruit. Did you hear that story? I think that's what you were debating about, right? Okay. Things got, I think, a little feisty in our second interview, which was like a little bit later. But in the first one, yeah, I was telling him like, wouldn't meat and fruit be like ideal? And he was like, no, fruit is nature's porn. Like don't have the fruit. Don't have. And I was like, what about meat, fruit, and honey? Now he's like all about the <laughs> meat, fruit, and honey. Told you, Paul. <laughs> That's amazing. You got it in writing. So, yeah. But what's also funny, speaking of podcasting at the time, because like I said, he had just started his show. And so he wanted like all this advice on podcasting. And we would do like calls and he'd be like, tell me how to podcast. That's amazing. He went to the best in the biz. So, 
This is crazy. That was a rabbit hole. That's so cool. Oh my goodness. That's so cool. We'll see, friends. Vanessa is very, very legit. And also speaking of, you mentioned your son. She's also an inspiration when it comes to childbearing and child raising. I just can't wait to see how your son like manifests in the world because especially after interviewing Gabor Mate recently and like the role of childhood development, I just feel so good about your child. Thank you. Thank you. That's That means so much to me. Pete and I both prioritize him above everything else. And in the sense that we just devote all of our free time to nurturing him, I think, as any parents do. But we're really wanting to prioritize him above a lot of other things. And I think it just comes naturally to you. Like, as a parent, you just, you just want to do that naturally. And I think we're both at really good places in our careers, both he and I, where we also feel like we can do that and we can prioritize it. So I think it's also a little bit of a privilege that we can take that time to be with him, but he just lights up our entire lives. He's just so incredible and amazing and being with him every day is like such a joy. So I feel privileged also to get to just spend time with him because he's just the most amazing, special human I've ever met. And I'm not saying that to brag about like us as parents, but just like children are just so incredibly like pure and beautiful and the way that they manifest in the world and the way that they learn things. And it's just such an incredible thing to witness and be a part of. So it's the best thing that's ever happened to, to Pete and I, you know, outside of meeting each other. And it's just the coolest, most amazing thing I've ever experienced in my life until now is, is being his mom. So yeah, thank you so much for saying that. So incredible. You like give me hope for like romance and for like having having children. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Hi friends. I'm about to tell you how to get 20% off one of my favorite things for truly taking charge of your health, including testing something we talk about all the time, your insulin levels. So to live your healthiest and longest life possible, you need to understand what's going on inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source that would be your body. By using data from your blood, DNA, and fitness trackers, Inside Tracker gives you personalized and science backed recommendations on things that you can take control of to optimize your health. What I love about Inside Tracker is that Inside Tracker tests provide optimal ranges, not conventional ranges, for over 40 biomarkers, including magnesium, vitamin D, testosterone, cortisol, ferritin, which is the storage form of iron that is rare for doctors to test, ApoB, three key female biomarkers, and something I am so excited about, Inside Tracker recently added insulin testing to their ultimate plan. Friends, I am thrilled about this. We talk about insulin all the time on this show. It is so relevant to your metabolic health and your lifespan. In particular, insulin tracking is an early warning sign for several chronic diseases and is a key indicator of energy optimization. It can really let you know if your diet, if your fasting is working for you, you want to test your insulin. It is so hard to get doctors to test insulin, and now you can do it with Inside Tracker. The thing I love most about Inside Tracker is that they have a strict science-backed approach to everything they do, 
If your specific biomarker level is unoptimized, Inside Tracker actually provides recommendations that are backed by dozens of peer-reviewed studies and personalized to you. This process was set in place by their founders that include experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. And for a limited time, our audience can get 20% off their ultimate plan, which includes testing that insulin when you sign up at insidetracker.com slash IF podcast. So if you're ready to get a crystal clear picture of what's going on inside your body, along with science-backed recommendations to optimize what's not working, then visit insidetracker.com slash ifpodcast. And one of the things I really love about InsideTracker is it helps you track all of your results, all of your tests over time, so you can see patterns, see your history. It makes predictions of where you'll be if you continue on your current trajectory. It is a game changer for making sense of your labs. I am obsessed with Inside Tracker. Again, you can get 20% off their ultimate plan, including testing your insulin levels at insidetracker.com slash ifpodcast. And we will put all of this information in the show notes. So for listeners, fun fact, before I even had ever started this show, like way back when, when I was just daydreaming about having a podcast, I actually, the way I first saw it in my head was doing it with somebody similar to my age, like similar vibe, you know, like, like a really like friend vibe. I'm friends with Jen and friends with Cynthia, but like, this is the first time I feel like, you know, I feel like if you lived here, we'd just be like hanging out 24 seven. It's bestie vibes. I mean, it's just bestie vibes. Like there's something about bestie vibes that's different from other friendships or connections that you have with people. And it's just like a natural, like <laughs> just a kindred spirit kind of thing that anyone can relate to with their best friends, like your kindred spirits. And we definitely are like, it's, it's undeniable. <laughs> exactly. So I'm so excited about that. And, but what I'm also excited about is relating to what you just said, you bring a new perspective to all of this, which is the young mom with the young kids. We haven't had that before on the show. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see how that manifests with listener questions and you know how you can respond to that. It's very exciting. Me too. And, you know, so I love that you started out by, you know, talking about this community, this incredible community, because it is so amazing. And like you said, it was going to make you tear up a little bit, just how long listeners have been with the show. Like I consider myself a member of this community. Like I've been the longtime listener from the beginning. And, you know, I absolutely loved your dynamic with Jin. It was amazing just the way that you guys bantered and that you brought such different perspectives, I think is, is really so cool. And then it's almost like the show is, you know, sort of growing and evolving in its own way. And then having someone like Cynthia join with her, you know, medical background was just like mind blowing for me as a listener. I was like, this is amazing. We're going to have someone with, you know, this like clinical aspect to bring to it. And she's so knowledgeable, like so so knowledgeable. Like every episode, I felt like I was learning so much from her because she's so incredibly knowledgeable. So I have huge shoes to fill, <laughs> absolutely gigantic shoes to fill. And I, I don't want anyone to have any misconceptions. Like I am not coming in to replace or fill those shoes, or I'm not an expert on intermittent fasting. I have my own areas of expertise. And as an author, I have talked about and written about intermittent fasting, but 
both Jin and Cynthia are experts in intermittent fasting and authors specifically on the topic. So they brought so much to this podcast. And I hope to just, you know, bring, like you said, my own perspective to things. There are certain things that Cynthia and I personally aligned on, like our protein focus. I think, you know, I can sort of carry the torch a little bit for that, you know, and bring new perspectives as well. You know, having a background with keto, you know, having a different approach to intermittent fasting than like you do, for example, and, you know, just bringing that other perspective to things as well. I think it's going to be absolutely perfect. Yeah. So for listeners, so you completed a two-year biomedical science program at the University of Toronto. You're from Canada right? Yes. Originally from Canada and my family is all Canadian and I have like French sort of British heritage. And uh, I actually grew up overseas for most of my life because my parents worked overseas for the Canadian government. So I most spent most of my life in China, in Asia and coming back and forth to Canada in between. And then we went back to China when I was in grade nine and we did another posting there. And then instead of coming back to Canada, we went to the Philippines, to Manila, and I finished high school there. I was doing an international baccalaureate program. And then I moved to Vancouver in Canada to go to university. So I came back to my roots, came back to Vancouver. And, you know, like I said, I I am Canadian, but I consider myself like an international citizen, like a citizen of the world because we've lived in so many places. Whoa, that's amazing. My sister is actually right now in Tokyo. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Japan is just like another planet. <laughs> that's, that's so cool. It sounds like your family travels a lot. They do. I. This is how we're so different. I need your travel skills. <laughs> I'm so jealous of people with epic travel skills. It's like the one thing I want. Like if I was before God and he was like, what talent shall I give you? I was like, give me travel skills. You can get them. I know you love learning so much and there is no more exciting, thrilling, like hands-on learning than than travel. Like you, yeah, you have to go to all the places and see everything. Like you just, the kind of person that you are, you would just love it so much. I agree. I'm grateful that my travel fear didn't start. It was late, <laughs> late onset travel fear. <laughs> So um, I like did a lot of traveling growing up, mostly like Europe and stuff, working on it, working on it. Was that your undergrad, the program? No. So I did a full undergrad at UBC and I was actually doing like liberal, like I was doing political science at the time because my passion was nutrition. So I took nutrition as my electives. But I thought that I had to have like a very serious career because my parents were diplomats and uh, I wanted to, you know, do something very serious like they did and very impactful. And I I just didn't really know what I was going to ultimately end up doing. (laughs) So I did political science. I think it's because also my brother did political science. I was like, well, he did it. So, you know, I'm going to do what my big brother did. (laughs) And while I was there, I figured out that I really love business. I really love finance. And, you know, I really love nutrition, but I don't know why I just didn't think that it was something that I could do because my parents didn't do like scientific degrees and biology was my favorite subject in school when I was in high school, especially like looking at the mitochondria and, you know, looking at all the organelles. So I don't know why it didn't occur to me. I I didn't put it together at the time. So I went into finance like right after school and I worked in the stock market in Vancouver and I learned a lot about business. I have my Canadian securities license to be like a securities broker 
stockbroker. And I loved it. Like it was very exciting. It's where I met my husband. We met in in finance at a financial conference in Vancouver. And it wasn't until about seven years ago I started doing Ketogenic Girl as like a passion hobby side project. And I had like an Instagram Ketogenic Girl and it just like absolutely took off. And it got to the point where my passion or side hustle, it wasn't really a side hustle, it was just my passion, like my hobby, started taking so much of my time that I made the decision to switch careers. So I totally switched careers, you know, when I was pretty well established in one, I was also like a news anchor for this financial show and I loved it. It gave me a lot of media training, <laughs> helped me interview people. And I love being on stage, like behind the anchor desk and interviewing financial experts. It was super thrilling. I just got to pick the brains of all the most brilliant financial people, like people from like Dragon's Den and all these amazing people. But I never felt at the end of the day that I was personally aligned with my passion. For me, that was always nutrition. It was always like health and science. So I don't know what happened, but I suddenly got the confidence, maybe because like everything took off and my like social media following was growing a lot. And then, you know, I wrote Keto Essentials, my first book. And, you know, I suddenly got the confidence maybe from like community people that I was helping or what it was to go back and pursue science. So I applied at University of Toronto and got into their biomedical science program, which was mostly focused on biochemistry, which is for someone who doesn't have a science background, it's like speaking Russian. Like it's basically like learning a new language. It's so complex and amazing, but I loved it. So from the like first couple of exams I had where I was like barely passing, I went to having like 90% on everything towards the end of the program on biochem, especially. And I just took to it so much. As soon as I learned and understood the basics, I was like flying through it. And it was also focused on physiology and also pharmacology, which was very interesting because that's when you learn sort of all the like first pass metabolism, you know, aspects of of metabolism and everything. So it was an incredible program. It was very hard and it took me two years, but I almost needed to level up to be able to keep up with like some of the things that I was seeing, like social media debates about things like gluconeogenesis. I was like, I don't know who's who's right. Like I don't I don't understand how to, you know, decipher what this means. So I have to go back and learn biochem for myself so I can understand these pathways and then I can I can form my own opinion. So I'm not a medical expert or anything like that. Like I said, I'm not an expert on intermittent fasting. I do have my areas of expertise, you know, with regards to keto and and protein and stuff, but just going back and learning that stuff challenged me so much and you know, it was just a huge part of my my education so that I could speak to some of the incredible guests that you and I have the honor of speaking to on a regular basis and at least be like somewhere on the same page with them and have also more advanced discussions, I think is really important because sometimes like you'll see these authors or experts and they'll be like on a podcast sort of, what's the word for it? Like a podcast circuit, <laughs> you know, like they're releasing a new book or whatever. And they go and do the same interview on every podcast because like they submit questions. And I always want to get questions that nobody else asks. Like, I know you're like that too. So you have to go deeper and like really understand the science behind things, I think, to have those deeper level conversations. Okay. See, that is huge. If I could download like one 
degree or educational library into my head, it would be biochemistry for sure. Does it really stick with you? So for example, like if you hear Krebs cycle, do you like know all that? Yes, for the most part, but you know, things like certain things, if you don't keep up with them, like they will fade. So you have to continuously, like, I think that's why like doctors have continuous medical training. You have to constantly like brush up on the basics because you could like be an expert on a certain topic one day or a certain like pathway. You could know it in and out and then you could forget it because there's just so many things. There's so many things. It's not so much that you forget it, but it just kind of fades a little bit. So sometimes you just have to like go back and refresh. But, you know, for the most part, a lot of it does does stay with you because it is very like foundational. That's incredible. I'm so jealous. That's amazing. Oh, you're going to oh, you're going to bring so much to the show. Very excited about that. You've just like kind of mentioned it in passing, but writing a book is no small feat. So I have actually in front of me right now Keto Essentials, your complete guide to the ketogenic diet, 150 ketogenic recipes to revitalize, heal and shed weight by Vanessa Spina. And on the cover, it's your picture and then we have I'm going to describe it. I'm curious for the pictures on the book. Were you super involved in the design of the book creatively? Yeah, as much as you can be. I definitely, like it had to be, you know, a reflection of me or like a projection. Or <laughs> So there's like a, is it chocolate mousse? Yes, chocolate mousse with whipped cream. And then uh, tenderloin, béarnaise, asparagus. Yes. And then what are those? Are those rolls? Yeah, those are goat cheese balls. <laughs> fried goat cheese balls fried goat cheese balls and then coconut something there's zucchini chips zucchini chips on the bottom and then tuna avocado salad there's like a slaw like a a, a slaw with avocado and salmon sashimi on it oh then it continues on the back steak and um like mushrooms sauce yes and then strawberry almond salad Yes. Was that fish next to it with the broccoli or chicken? That's lemon chicken. Lemon chicken. Sweet cinnamon. Crepes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then onion rings. No, no, no. Calamari. Calamari. Yes. Good eye. That's amazing. And then, wait, is that orange juice? That's actually lemon curd in shot glasses. Oh, Okay. Okay. So friends, if you're looking for keto recipes, definitely get this book. It is absolutely gorgeous. Tons of pictures, tons of recipes. So we get a lot of questions on this show with people, you know, especially people on the keto diet and recipe recommendations. So definitely get this. And did you come up with all these recipes yourself? I did. Yes. All of them. Yes. It was such a fun process because I love cooking. Like I've always been passionate about cooking. My mom really inspired me a lot in the kitchen and she also took me to a lot of cooking classes and really like taught me how to cook well, I think. And she's just such a fantastic cook and, and hostess. So, you know, that's always been a big passion of mine. I really wanted to share all these like amazing recipes that I have. And and the reason I say amazing is because I really, like I was telling you, I've grown up all over the world. So I was really exposed to a lot of different like, culinary traditions. And, you know, a lot of my recipes are like Thai curries or like lemon chicken or, you know, inspired by the best dishes that I tasted in like every country. <laughs> so I was like, I got to take the best recipes 
of every country that I've tried and then ketofy them. And I was already doing that for myself. So when I, you know, it was time to write the book, I was like, I'll just share what, you know, we make on a regular basis. And, you know, it, in that sense, it was pretty easy to come up with the the recipes and just go by like inspiration because I already knew like what we, what we loved. And I knew that people were going to really enjoy them because like, I don't like to put anything in my mouth that I don't like absolutely love. So yeah, it, it definitely was a fun process and creative process. And it was a very satisfying, inspirational process. I'm flipping through it right now. It, oh getting really hungry. What's your favorite recipe in it? Gosh, I have so many. Probably the spinach and artichoke dip is that was, so that was one of our favorite recipes that we always used to get at Milestones Restaurant, which is a really popular restaurant in Vancouver. You know, it's super keto without the tortilla chips, right? So, you know, it's, it's one of my favorite things. And it's also just like a fun dish that you can bring with you to parties and, you know, social events where you can enjoy it with some pork rinds or cucumbers or, you know, keto crackers. Like there's so many options for that kind of stuff now. So that's probably one of my favorites. Goat cheese balls are definitely up there. (laughs) I love fried goat cheese or just like fried cheese. It's actually a huge thing in Prague is the fried cheese. There's, it's like on every single menu. You have a um, dairy-free fettuccine Alfredo. Super cool. Yes, vegan fettuccine Alfredo. That's awesome. And for listeners, on each page, there's a very easy to read like label system where it says if it's dairy-free, egg-free, or nut-free. And it gives the macronutrients. It gives the, yeah, so the fat, protein, carbs, fiber, calories, So super amazing. I'm assuming with the photos, were you actually there for any of the photos or did they just plate it and take the photos themselves and show you the gallery? I took some of them. (laughs) I took some of them. And the majority of them were by a photographer that I hired and that I was working with. I was already working with her on my meal plan. So it was like, it was perfect because she was already like used to doing a lot of this stuff. So when I first started, I would... I would spend all day like making a recipe and then I would photograph it, but it was during the winter in Prague. And so the light would start going down like around three in the afternoon. So by the time I had like made a recipe and, you know, prepared it, cause you also have to style it, you know, with like different colored backgrounds, like bright backgrounds, colorful backgrounds. And then you have to, you can't just put a plate you know, you have to have like presentation and then you have to have like some of the like twigs of, you know, parsley or rosemary in the background and then like a splash of like, you know, powdered whatever. <laughs> like you have to, it's an artistic, you know, shot. Like, in, and I think so much goes into it. So by the time I would have that all set up, I would start taking photos, which I wasn't an expert in either. Taking, I wasn't a photographer. So I also had to learn how to take photos, but it was really fun to learn all those things. But by the time I'd started taking pictures, it would start getting dark. So I was like, this is not working. <laughs> like at this rate, this book's going to take like 10 years. So I was like, I should just work with my photographer and and she can fill in the rest. So I get excited when I flip through and I see like one of the ones that I did. <laughs> but the vast majority, she definitely took and uh, with like lots of bright light because, yeah, she was. A professional at it. So, but she would like send me the shots and, you know, from working together for a while, she had, you know, idea of like my aesthetic. And I put a lot of like marble backgrounds, a lot of dark wood, cause that's kind of the aesthetic that I like, but it was really fun working with her too. Yeah. This is amazing. I love how in the glossary in the back is with pictures. 
That's super helpful. Yes, and there's like meal plans in the back with little little photos there. This is so beautiful. Also, side note, it starts getting dark at three in Prague. In the winter, like in the like the dead of winter, the light, like the sun sets sometime around like four to four thirty. So you start losing that full spectrum light already. So I'm so jealous. I need to move to Prague. Yes, please. It's very cold and dark in the winter here. <laughs> you would love it. Sign me up. I'm all about the darkness. <laughs> yeah, it's just not, yeah, it's hard to do like artistic projects or take photos, but yeah, it gets really dark. That's amazing. Okay. So listeners, again, get the book, Keto Essentials. And then you mentioned your programs. So what's your history doing online programs? So I started the first one actually by request. People were messaging me on Instagram and asking me for meal plans because, you know, keto, especially around that time, like when I first started posting about keto, it was like 2015, 2016. And actually, really interestingly, the thing that brought me to keto was intermittent fasting. I have to just mention this because I was at I was at the hair salon. I was reading a magazine and there was an article on Michael Mosley and like 5-2. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this intermittent fasting thing is amazing. So I started doing it. And then somehow I found Ori Hoffelmaker's Warrior Diet book. That's how I started. No. Really? Well... First, I read this blog post, Rusty Moore. He had this blog post online called Eat One Meal a Day. Like literally, that's what it was called. Okay. Does that ring a bell? I Maybe that's how I found it. Like I, I wish I could remember how I found it. This was like old school internet. So this was like the days of like a blog post and like hundreds of comments. So like, you know, no Facebook. <laughs> like forums. So I would like check the blog post to like read the new comments every day. But it was like it was like eat one meal a day to lose weight. And I was like, what is this? And then I found Ori. I wish I could remember how I found him. I I maybe it was like on a because around that time I started listening to podcasts as well. And maybe I heard him recommended or something on a podcast. Like that's that's very possible. But I loved his book and I was like Ori's book. Yes. And the one meal a day concept. So I, I started with the five two and then I started doing the one meal a day the OMAD approach. And it really worked well for me. Like I wanted to, at the time I wanted to lose like about 15 to 20 pounds and I lost 15 pounds doing, doing that. And I really like leaned up, but I hadn't fully changed my macros. So what meal were you eating for the one meal? It was like super high carb or sorry, when or both. Well, I guess, yeah, both like when was it your dinner? I was doing dinner. I found that to be the easiest because like you kind of you start each day with the most amount of willpower that you're going to have each day. So it made sense to me to have that meal at the end of the day when you have the least amount of willpower left when you're done. So, you know, using up all your willpower for decision making or whatever else. So, I just made the most sense to me and I was doing like pretty high carb and I was vegetarian for most of my adult life. So, I was doing like vegetarian super high carb, like most vegetarians, you're eating like really high carb. And so I was doing that like high carb and I, I was getting, I was definitely like getting results, but I wasn't really like noticing some of the other benefits that I wanted, some of the other health benefits. And so doing 
keto, I started by going gluten-free and then I started changing up my macros and like trying out keto. I heard like, I think I heard Dr. Dom D'Agostino and I heard Dr. Peter Atia on Tim Ferriss's podcast. And I was like, these guys are amazing. I have to try this keto thing that they're doing. Cause they were like some of the first people who were doing it and talking about it. And they really like, you know, sold me on it. It sounded amazing. So I started doing like keto with the OMAD, but it was just interesting that sort of my like coming to keto all just started with intermittent fasting. So I had the social media going with the keto. And for me, it was always combined with intermittent fasting, like from the very beginning, because they go so well together. Not that you have to do one or the other, or like you can't do them separately, but when you do keto, you have ketones from ketosis and you have the ability to go, you know, for long periods of time doing intermittent fasting. I think a lot of people find it more easy to do it when they're fat adapted. So they just go very well together. So I had people starting to ask me about the meal plans and asking me for recipes. And so I, there was one woman who wrote me and she said, can you just make me like a 14 day meal plan? So I was like, okay, I'll make you one. And it was Christmas time. <laughs> so Pete was like all by himself. He still like brings us up to tease me, but he ended up spending all of Christmas by himself <laughs> walking around <laughs> the center of Prague, which is really beautiful and magical. But he was by himself because I was at home writing this meal plan for this woman. And I ended up like turning it into the keto 28 day ketogenic girl challenge that really like took off. I started like a Facebook coaching group for it and it was so much fun. It was amazing. Like so many people were interested in it and, you know, I really enjoyed like working with people on the meal plans and they, you know, at the time it was a resource I think that was needed because there just wasn't a lot of information out there about like how to do keto, which sounds crazy now because there's so much like it, it totally exploded. Yeah. So it, keto had just has completely exploded since then, but that was, you know, how it first started and, you know, thousands of people took the program and it was, it was a ton of fun, you know, to do it at the time. Mine as well was through Ori, but I did the opposite view. I went keto first and then adapted intermittent fasting with one meal a day. But I agree with you that when you're doing one or the other, the other one very easily falls in line because they're, they both create this, you know, state of fat adaptation and, you know, running on ketones. I actually have follow-up questions about that, but I'm going to save it, I think, because somebody, our next episode, somebody actually asks about this. So I think I'll ask you some more questions about this next episode. Teaser, listeners. Also a really funny story, just really quickly. Have you interviewed Ori? No, but I know that, I think I heard you have, or you and Jin did. We did, which was very surreal because that was, I mean, that was forever ago. So it was one of, it was before my biohacking show. So I was still very much like, no, I'm still in awe of the guests that I have on, but it wasn't routine for me to be interviewing like incredible people all the time. But I had a moment, did I tell you what happened with my sister the other day with this? So my sister, the one who's in Japan, she's like crazy (laughs) in a good way. We're, We're like, she's like one of my closest friends, but she does like, like we're polar opposites and envision like the movie Frozen, like I am Elsa like cold, you know, calm, blonde. I want to just like stay in my ice castle and like wear pretty dresses. And she's like spunky and crazy and like out there and changing her hair every day. And so she does Taekwondo and she's like really high up in it. 
but she was talking about one of the guys, this is in Atlanta. She was talking about one of the coaches and his name was something Hoffmeckler. And I was like, Oh, Hoffmeckler. I was like, this guy, Ori Hoffmeckler was like the reason I do intermittent fasting. And so she asked the Hoffmeckler guy about Ori. It was his uncle. It's his uncle. <laughs> like, like, what are the odds? <laughs> That's insane. That's incredible. Isn't that crazy? So needless to say, we should have him on this show, me and you. I would love that. I just wrote in my notes that I need to interview him because I, I can't believe I have it yet. And so, yeah, that would be incredible. We should, okay, I'm going to reach out to him, like ASAP. We can have him on. Him and Rick Johnson. <laughs> Sorry, Vanessa and I love Rick Johnson. We're like his number one fans, like fan club, like over here, fan club manager. I know. <laughs> and Peter Tia. <laughs> Which side note, did you see Peter Tia on Joe Rogan this week? Oh, no, I missed that. He gives Joe a monologue about how incredible Taylor Swift is. I think you saw my video. I can't get that image out of my head. It's like burned in my head, like the pants. I it's like burned in my mind. Peter posted a video of going to the Taylor Swift concert with his daughter and dressing up like Harry Styles. And I was just thinking, I was just thinking, because that hadn't occurred to me while you were talking. I was thinking, because Taylor Swift, I would like, is like my ultimate, ultimate. If I was at the Taylor Swift concert, and Peter Tio was there too. <laughs> Literally, I would die. I'm crying. Oh my god! I would be like, I would, cr- I would be crying. <laughs> so, like, wouldn't know where to look. Like, if Taylor's on stage and Peter's like <laughs> next to me, and he's dressed up like Harry Styles. I mean, wow. Okay. Whew. Okay. Bringing it back. Anyways. <laughs> This is going to be our biggest challenge, you guys. Give us some grace. Our biggest challenge is going to be like staying on target with things, on on task, because we could go on a tangent every second. So, <laughs> no, I'm also thinking I got to talk to the editors because, um, because normally the editors, the style of the editing is they edit it so like you talk, I talk, you talk, I talk. Like I don't like overlapping, but I'm going to tell them that they can lighten up a little bit because. Like if we're both laughing, you can just, <laughs> just imagine it's like just you laughing. <laughs> no, because like that's the way they're gonna do it if I don't tell them. I've had that happen on podcasts before, and I'm like, oh man, I was laughing so hard during that, and I feel bad because the guest is just like laughing by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so making a note. Okay, Dan. Oh, and for the editors, when they edit this, you can just leave all this in. <laughs> yeah. Hi friends. So I'm sort of haunted by clothes. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that I love wearing all the new clothes all the time. And I know that that is not really sustainable and not good for the planet. That's why I am thrilled that there is now a way to get all of the clothes with none of the waste. And I'm going to tell you how you can get unlimited clothes with no waste for a month for free. That's right, I now have a website for both myself and you guys where you can get free unlimited clothes with free shipping, free exchanges, nonstop from all of the hottest brands, and it is so incredibly easy. It's called MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. We have so many incredible brands, including my favorites like BCBG, Calvin Klein, and so many more. Think like 100 brands. There are so many options. And the way it works is when you get a subscription, 
You search through the clothes, pick what you want. They send it to you with fast, easy shipping. You wear it as long as you want. And then when you're ready for more clothes, you just drop it off in their prepackaged envelope and get your next round. It is so incredibly cool. They have multiple plans. The starter plan gives you two pieces at a time. Friends, I actually have a little secret hacked. Don't tell them that I told you this. When you get your two pieces, you can actually immediately go into your account, click return, and they'll go ahead and send you the next two pieces. So technically you can have four pieces at a time. You also have a cool virtual closet that you can keep stocked with everything you eventually want to order so you never miss out. And if you really like something and want to keep it, you can opt to buy it at a massively discounted price. Friends, I'm obsessed. This is finally the answer to wearing all the clothes all the time with none of the waste. Oh, and of course, one of my major reservations was the cleaning compounds that they use on the clothes because yes, it is dry cleaning, which normally makes me nervous and they don't say this on the website. So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, what's going on with the cleaning? What do you guys use? Because I can't promote this if it's just normal dry cleaning. And thankfully, they let me know that they do not use any detergents, fabric softeners, or chemicals that are harsh. Everything is professionally dry cleaned or laundered with detergents that are free from dyes and scents. It's all gentle and it uses low temperature cycles. So yes, we are good on that front as well. It is the coolest thing ever. And you can try it free for a month. Yes, completely free. Just go to melanieavalonscloset.com to sign up free clothes for a month. After that, their plans are super affordable. We're talking honestly, an entire month is less than the cost of typically what would be the cost of one dress. And I am not kidding. That's right. Unlimited clothes for less than the cost of one outfit. I'm just so thrilled to bring this resource to you guys. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So again, get free unlimited clothes for a month at melanieavalonscloset.com. That's melanieavalonscloset.com for all of the clothes none of the waste. And definitely share your pictures and tag me on Instagram because I want to see all the fabulous things that you guys are wearing. That's melanieavalonscloset.com. Something else I really want to talk about before letting you go. Okay. So recap for listeners. Not only is Vanessa the host of an incredible podcast about so many things we talk about that's been nominated, not only is she the author of a beautiful, gorgeous book with amazing keto recipes, not only does she have an incredible biomedical science degree in biochemistry, but she is also an entrepreneur, a fellow entrepreneur. I have been so inspired by Vanessa. She has created two products. For listeners who are not familiar yet with this, are you ready? She created the tone device, which measures breath acetone, aka breath ketones. Yes, friends, (laughs) the new co-host of the show created a breath keto analyzer. I mean, I'm sure listeners are like buzzing with excitement right now because we get so many questions about this. So having you here is just amazing. And now we can just like, people always want recommendations. And so (laughs) be like, get this now. And then you also created as well, wait for it listeners. What is something I've been talking about since day one, almost that would be red light therapy. And Vanessa has created the tone Lux red light therapy line as well. So this is incredible. And it is no small feat to do that. So my big question for you is just like, how, what was the process like? A, well, why, 
why and how. So what what made you decide to create these and what was that process like manifesting your vision? Because I think so many people have dreams of doing something like that, but actually doing it, so few people do it. Well, thank you. I consider my tires pumped. Thank you so much for pumping my tires so much. I'm like, I, you're just so kind and generous with your words. I, it was the most satisfying creation process. You know, we're all, I think as humans, we're all creators and it's so satisfying when you have a vision, you believe in it, you manifest it. So I really wanted to create a non-invasive, more accessible tool for interpreting ketones because one of the things that I know from working with people over the years is that testing your blood is painful and expensive and you don't really have the context for like what it means when you get the results. You have to kind of go and interpret that and learn that. And then the other, you know, so that method is primarily focused on testing your beta hydroxybutyrate or blood ketones. And then there's, you know, the urine method, which is like just not the most you know, pleasant experience. Anyone who's done that, like it's just not easy and efficient. You can't do it anywhere. It's not like very portable. So, and the other thing with acetoacetate, which is that third ketone you're measuring with urine is it just, after a while, you, your body stops excreting it. So it's just not very useful. It's useful at the beginning when you're going into ketosis, but it's not useful long-term. So with, with acetone, it's really interesting because it's not a fuel in the way that beta-hydroxybutyrate and acetoacetate are. It's a byproduct of producing and utilizing those fuels. So it's sort of an off-gas of using, making and using those ketones. So it's always an issue for me when I'm measuring my blood ketones. I was like, well, this tells me a snapshot of what my keto- ketone level is right now in my blood. But I have no idea how much my body made. I have no idea how much my tissues took, how much they used. You know, you're getting sort of a picture of what's left over, what's circulating. So with breath acetone, I always thought it would be a great additional measure to have, or sometimes maybe a replacement as sort of a proxy for like what's happening in terms of the production and the utilization side. And just like adding in that other metric that could say, well, could quantify it a little bit more for you. So when you are in ketosis, you are in ketogenesis, you're at the highest rate of fat burning. So if your body is producing these blood ketones and, you know, acetoacetate and beta hydroxybutyrate, some of that is spontaneously being degraded to acetone. And it's this tiny, tiny particle that diffuses through your lungs. So you can get a measure or a picture of how much acetone is my body diffusing through my lungs. So how much of this byproduct am I diffusing at any time? So the other great thing about it is you don't have to prick your finger, which is not the most pleasant thing to be doing or the most practical thing to do. You don't have to buy expensive test strips. You just invest in one device. You breathe into it for five to six seconds and it'll give you a reading, but it'll also give you a little bit of context. So I also added in like light fat burning or you know, fat burning zone. So people know a little bit of context in terms of what's going on and you can do it an unlimited amount of time. So you don't have to keep buying those test strips, which for anyone who wants to test their blood ketones, like once a day for a year, it can be anywhere from like, you know, 360 to $700 to do that. So what's super interesting is Dr. Dom D'Agostino also found that breath acetone is very highly correlated with 
things like latency to seizure and a lot of the things that are associated with the benefits of ketones. So there's a lot of benefits to measuring it, to knowing it. It In some cases, it can be a replacement for other testing devices, but for the most part, it can give you some maybe some additional feedback, some additional insight into what your rate of fat burning is, what your body is doing with those ketones. So for me, it was just such an amazing, satisfying experience because I pictured it in my head. I knew I wanted it to involve breath. I knew I wanted it to be feminine and girly because there's so many biohacking biohacking products on the market that I think are designed and created for men because men have there's a lot of biohacker biohacking men out there. So I wanted to create something girly, feminine, something that's like a lipstick. It's compact. You can take it with you in your purse easily. You know, you can take it out when you're on the go and you don't have to go into another room to like prick your finger. It just makes it, you know, easy and it's it's aesthetically pleasing, you know, it's pretty, it's girly, it's feminine. I also have more masculine versions of it, the black and gold but the black and rose gold and the white and gold and pink <laughs> are very feminine and i think they're they're beautiful so for me to have that vision of what it would look like and then take it through to designing a prototype creating that you know hiring various people to do that with me and then finding a factory to make it you know testing out different factories in terms of what they could do and it's it's a really exciting space to be in because there's a lot of research that has been done on like blood ketones, acetoacetate. There's a lot of research that's, you know, ongoing and forthcoming about acetone. And I think it's a great, you know, sort of way to quantify what's going on with you when you're doing different types of intermittent fasting. And that's something I'm really excited to talk to you about on the podcast in general is just like, what are tools and ways that you can use to see like, what should my ideal fasting window and eating window be? Because you know, there's different approaches that you can use and different strategies. And if there's ways that you can quantify, like, which one is working the best for you, then that's a cool way to, like, put that experimentation into context and get, you know, some parameters or some feedback on that. So I was just thinking, Vanessa, because I know we're running out of time on today's episode. I was thinking about how I have so many more questions about this. And then I just got hit with this wave of gratitude because we have so many episodes upcoming to talk about all of this. Oh my gosh, you're right. And it's literally like the content of this show. Like it's what listeners want to hear about. I'm just so grateful. So my point is I have a lot of follow-up questions to what you just said, and I'm going to save all of them (laughs) for a future episode. But in the meantime, how can listeners get your tone device? Yeah. If you go to ketogenicgirl.com, you can check out, there's, like I mentioned, the three different color variations. And I also have all the Tone Lux red light therapy panels there as well. And also links in my profile. If you're on Instagram at ketogenic girl, if you're on like any of the, the accounts for that, like Tone Device or the Tone Lux or the Optimal Protein Podcast, you can find the link in the, the profile there. Awesome. So for listeners, we will put links to that in the show notes. And these show notes will be at ifpodcast.com slash episode 316. The show notes will have a full transcript. So definitely check that out. And yeah, first one in the books. I'm so, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy too. I had so much fun this last hour with you. It felt like five minutes and I'm so excited for what's to come. I I can't wait to be with listeners every week. Me too. I'm just so excited. 
So resources for listeners, links. I gave the show notes. If listeners would like to submit their questions to the show, because most listeners have probably been with us, but if you're new, welcome today. Normally, this is a listener Q&A format, so we answer listener questions. So to submit your questions, you can go to ifpodcast.com and submit questions there, or you can directly email questions at ifpodcast.com. And oh, oh, important announcement. To welcome Vanessa, because we really want to welcome her to the show, we're doing a an incentive for that. So if you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review of the show, or if you already have a review of the show up, no worries. You can update that review. Just include in the review, especially after hearing this episode, what you're excited to experience or learn with Vanessa. And then send a screenshot of that to questions at ifpodcast.com and you will be entered to win over $500 worth of Beauty Counter products, which is incredible. You guys know that I'm obsessed with Beauty Counter and now I'm getting... (laughs) Last night I was literally... I'm sending Vanessa like all these Beauty Counter products. I'm going to get her obsessed as well. So definitely enter that. And I think... I think that's all the things. Oh yeah, Instagram. You can follow us. I have podcast. I am Melanie Avalon. What is your handle on Instagram? It is at ketogenic girl. Perfect. Ketogenic girl. So, okay. Anything from you before we go? I just want to thank all the listeners for being here. This is such a massive honor to be joining you all. And I'm just so excited to chat, geek out about all of these favorite topics of ours. Me too. I'm really excited about the first listener question episode next week. Yay, me too. It's going to be so fun. Okay, well, I will talk to you next week. Talk to you next week, Melanie. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Please remember, everything we discussed on this show does not constitute medical advice and no patient-doctor relationship is formed. If you enjoyed the show, please consider writing a review on iTunes. We couldn't do this without our amazing team. Administration by Sharon Merriman. Editing by Podcast Doctors. Show notes and artwork by Brianna Joyner. Transcripts by Speech Docs. And original theme composed by Leland Cox and recomposed by Steve Saunders. See you next week.